You are now entering Armbar Audio. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Armbar Audio. I'm your host, Tim Farley, and next to me is my trusted companion, John Kearns. What's up, everybody? Today, we're coming at you with another fantasy card, another installment of the Pokemon series. Uh, we're coming at you with a fantasy tournament, which we have titled Give Thanks for Violence. We're going on the, uh, we're on that Thanksgiving <laughs> trend. We wanted this out before Thanksgiving, but you know how things go. Yeah, man, we're three adults. We got jobs and shit. And especially around the holidays, the job I do makes me not want to do anything else. Well, we don't get <laughs> we don't get paid off this shit, man. Right. Give me money, son. I've been saying, give me money. We've been doing this for three years. Three fucking years. Anyway, we are here again with the Booker Man himself, Chip Woods. What's going on, people? How you doing today? Happy Thanksgiving. Happy holidays to everybody. Got another Booker Man Championship fantasy tournament here. This ought to be pretty interesting. Oh, yeah. So we decided we wanted to do a tournament. Uh, and we were going to all, we were going to do it like a traditional 16, man. Since there's three of us, we were gonna, each going to pick four. And then we would do a unanimous one. The unanimous wrestler. As you can see on the screen, the wrestlers here, uh, the unanimous unanimous choice was Jonathan Gresham. Um, we all picked five, and then there was yeah, 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 yeah. I did math in my head, and right. I was like, "Wait a minute, uh, who who picked who?" Does anyone remember? I have it in a note, but I know I believe I picked Shingo Nakajima, Alexander, Tim. You picked Shingo. Takagi, yeah. Malachi Black, yeah. Uh, Katsuhiko Nakajima, uh huh. AJ Gray, the motherfucking truth, mm. and the walking weapon Josh Alexander. Yes. Chip chose Tetsuya Naito, Adam Cole, Bebe, Moose, uh, Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano, and Killer Cross. I chose the ticking time bomb, Hiromi Takahashi. Uh, Big Breakfast, Young Dumb and Broke, Jordan Oliver. Fuck yeah. The Queener, Kenny Omega, Finn Balor, and Dashing Chris Bay. Wonderful. Our unanimous entrant, none other than the a member of the foundation, if they are even a thing anymore. I don't know. I hope they are. The octopus. The octopus. Technical wizard. Technical wizard. <clears throat> One of the luckiest men alive. <laughs> woo, woo! Woo! Jonathan Gresham. Yes. So, yeah, the field Shingo, Malika, Nakajima, AJ Gray. Well, oh, I mean, a lot of these guys are Naito. the luckiest guys alive, man. That's true. Adam Cole, Moose, Gargano, Cross, Hiromu, Jordan Oliver, Omega, Finn Balor, Chris Bay, and Jonathan Gresham. And so, John put them into a randomizer, and this is the field. This is what the randomizer spit out. Uh, first of all, the first match on the card is an LIJ battle, uh, Haruma Takahashi against Shingo Takagi. We I, have the current New Japan champion, heavyweight, IWGP he world heavyweight champion against the junior ace, uh, Haruma Takahashi. 
And as much as I love Hiromu Takahashi, uh, it is not his time. The Rampage Dragon would put him to bed. All right. Uh, after probably, I would say after probably 20, 20 minutes of, of, of fighting. Also, uh, this is like GCW and ECW rules where uh, uh, outside objects are not encouraged, but they're not discouraged either. Um, I would say Hiromu would pull out all the stops, doing the dives to the outside and such, but Shingo's just too much of a powerhouse, man. He would lariat him out of his boots, his furry boots. <laughs> and they are furry. <laughs> John, what do you what do you say? I so I actually I think Shingo would go over well. Um as much as I love Roman Tartashi, he was my pick. But yeah, I mean Shingo is the rampage dragon. And he's on the top of his game right now. He's he's peak Shingo right now. Uh so yeah, it, it would be an awesome back and forth contest. And there would be a lot of sportsmanship involved because they're stable mates. Absolutely. But Shingo would go over. Chipton. I'm going Shingo as well. Uh based off of some of the matches that I have just watched. Dude is just he's a beast. He he's he's a beast. Looks like he looks like he could take just about anything you hand to him and then some. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and make this unanimous with Shingo. Shingo moves on to the second round. Now, going over to the other side of the bracket, the first match over there is Tetsuya Naito, the leader of Los Ngobernales de Japón, against the walking weapon, Josh Alexander. Uh, Josh Alexander has had an outstanding year. Uh, he's been featured prominently on the independence. He has been featured prominently in Impact um, as the X Division champion and cashing in the X Division championship and beating Christian Cage for the title, only to be taken to be taken away so quickly by Moose. But he has had a great match against Suzuki, and there's more in store for him. He goes by the Iron Man. Uh, he wrestles. Uh, like a pure wrestler, a technical wrestler. Uh, yeah. Naito is more cerebral. He uh, he likes to play mind games, but he also his move, his finishing move is the Destino, which yeah. targets the neck. And almost every move in his arsenal uh, leads up to that move. We've seen Tetsuya Naito at the lowest of lows and the highest of highs. Uh, his highest of high was in January. Uh, <clears throat> was it this January or? Hmm. No, because Ibushi came out on top. Yeah. Well, we saw Naito become double, the first ever double champion in New Japan. Um, we've we've seen a lot from him. Uh, he's just now coming back from an injury, and he's still at the top of his game. They're him and Sonata are leading the World Tag League. Right now, um, in my opinion, this can go uh, either way. 
So I want to kick it over to one of you two first. I'll, uh, I'll chime in on this one. All right. Um, I'm not extremely from my super familiar with Charles Alexander. The most I know about him is in the North with all uh, ego Ethan Page. So I know him more as a tag team wrestler. The guy's got mad skills. He's definitely technical in all aspects. Tough. He's got the size. I think Naito takes this. Uh, I feel like Josh Alexander could not, I don't want to say one trick pony, but he kind of sticks to one set, in my opinion, which is straight technical. Whereas Naito, like you said, can get a little cerebral. He can dance around, get in your head, smile, dance, lay down, do his little, you know, <laughs> um, and get into the head. And I think that Naito could take him off his game. And then hit him. Uh, that move you just described. Uh, you said the Stino. What is it like a? It's like a corkscrew. I was I was looking at it. It's like a corkscrew neck breaker, underhook something. He like floats it's, over it, and like does this high impact neck breaker type deal. I I, I don't know. I I I haven't seen it in a while. <laughs> I, he like I would, I would, he like floats over them into like a. Come on, John, help me out. Well, I'm trying. I'm doing. I'm looking at it's the back. Um, you're talking about the Destino? Yeah. Yeah. It. Yeah. He. He grabs like a headlock, and then flips over them, and it ends up being like a reverse DDT. Yeah. Some. Shit. Yeah. <clears throat> so Chip's going with Naito. John, who you? Got? I'm taking Naito. Uh. I'm actually going to go Josh Alexander. Well, I'm going to go off the beaten path. Well, because, like, Josh Alexander, I mean, yeah, Naito has all these tricks up his sleeve, but that's only going to sort of to piss off Josh Alexander. And we just saw Josh Alexander shortly hold the Impact World title before somebody else on this tournament took it away from him. So I'm going to say... Josh Alexander is going to just brawn his way to the win. Both make convincing arguments. I think the experience and the IQ and the versatility of Naito takes Naito to the second round. So, I'm sorry, John, but it, the second round goes... Naito's going to the second round. That's okay. All right. Now we're going to talk about... We have over on the left side again, we've got Dash and Chris Bay. The newest member of the Bullet Club. Newest member of the Bullet Club. Going one-on-one against former Bullet Club member Adam Cole, Bay Bay. Bay Bay. I'll say this. That's why I'm saying the fact that this was randomized, crazy. Right. I'm going to say this. Uh, Chris Bay is a promising talent. Uh, this match would be really good. But Adam Cole would super kick him like he did to Ricochet somehow, like off of a springboard yeah. attempt or some flip. Adam Cole would just catch him right in fucking midair. Uh, and Adam Cole... <sighs> if Adam Cole was about two feet taller and about 100 pounds more. He would have been the universal champion in the WWE about a year or a 
do it two years ago. Uh, the guy is uh, fantastic. He's a fantastic professional wrestler and sports entertainer. Yeah. Uh, I'm going with Adam Cole, baby. Adam Cole, baby. What about you, Chip? You know what? <laughs> I couldn't even said that any better. Like, so I started watching the Chris Bay matches. So I, I, I've, I've watched a little, so I watched some more. I watched the one between him and uh, Shane Strickland. Yeah. Which was pretty nice. Uh, I like Chris Bay, but not as much as I like Adam Cole. <laughs> uh, seems like seems like they're getting ready to start with the undisputed super click. <laughs> right. But it seems like for, for now anyway. Uh, until Kyle O'Reilly leaves. <laughs> Kyle but, O'Reilly uh, comes over and then Omega comes back eventually and butts heads with Adam Cole, which he kind of like already started. Already has. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be an elite versus the undisputed, whatever they want to call them, whenever they're in. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, Chris Bay definitely has talent. He's got the skill. But Adam Cole is, he's, he's, in my eyes, he's the modern day Shawn Michaels to be. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, 100% Adam Cole. Maybe a little less athletic, but definitely with the build and the Charisma. charisma. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when I first started getting back into wrestling, I got a Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Adam Cole had just come onto the scene and they said that. Like then, years ago, like before he was in ROH, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that he would be the next Shawn Michaels. So Yeah, guys just he's got yeah. He's got he's it. Got it. He's, he's got it. John, yeah. it I know it doesn't matter because we both said Adam Cole. I know, but I'm going Cole too. All right. I mean, it's Adam Cole, baby. All right. So that sets up Shingo and Adam Cole for the second round. Let's go over to the other side. Going to talk about Killer Cross against the Supernova, current champion of Noah, Katsuhiko Nakajima. Uh, Killer Cross. Just coming off of a WWE release where he was carrying cross. Um if we're talking like kayfabe or like canon in the wrestling universe, Cross is coming in looking to prove himself. Yeah, we got <clears throat> we got Killer Cross who's uh who did well in NXT, got shit on on in WWE Raw, did well in Impact, did well in Mexico and Lucha Underground. Uh, he, he has the, uh, he has a kind of fighter background. Uh, he can hit you with a submission. He can hit you with a strike, but so can Nakajima. Nakajima, yeah. I believe is a second degree back black belt in karate. He may have other things behind him. He's been wrestling since the age of 15 and he's only 33 years old. Uh, Nakajima has been in New Japan. He's wrestled for ROH. He's wrestled Brian Danielson. But right now, Nakajima is one of the best wrestlers on the planet. And that's not saying Killer Cross isn't. Um, in my humble opinion, this almost goes to a draw. I believe Killer Cross would try to use a weapon. Yeah. 
maybe a steel chair. And Nakajima would pick the chair through Killer Cross's chest <laughs> and knock him out for the KO win. Uh, Cross would put it the sleeper on. Uh, Nakajima would push him back into the turnbuckle a couple of times, but Cross would keep it on. Then he would take it off to maybe go for a, a stomp or a you know an elbow or something, and Nakajima would kick out. But eventually, I think the ending of this match would see Nakajima winning by KO, damn near the sixty minute time limit. Yeah, or thirty. Sixty. Minutes. Thirty. Minutes. Sixty. Let's We're going 30. sixty per. <laughs> well, not in the first round. We can't do that in the first round. Hey guys, come watch our show. It's gonna be seventeen hours long. <laughs> it's fantasy. Man. Yeah, I'm saying. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, Cross would immediately try to use the size advantage against Nakajima, and it wouldn't work. Uh, Nakajima's too quick. Nakajima's too smart to let that work. Dude, last night, him and Keno. Mm-hmm. If he wouldn't have attacked Keno's leg in the beginning, that match would have went a different way. Of course, I'm talking about the GHC versus GHC. Noah, the best 2021. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the fact that he was smart enough to go after that leg, uh, he, you're right. Something he he would he would go after a body part that Cross would not be able to. Recover. Yeah, knees, legs. Yeah. Because Cross Cross has a size advantage against just about anybody he's in there with. Um but size doesn't win the fight. Fighting spirit does. Fighting spirit does. And Nakajima has that in spades. My God. <laughs> he fucking I can't believe the matches I've seen of Nakajima, most of them, I can't believe He's come out alive, let alone win or draw. Oh, absolutely. Like, it's, it's absolutely insane. So, yeah, I'm going Nakajima as well because I think, and it's not, nothing in this means that the other guy's bad. But, like, Cross wouldn't know how to handle him right away. And right then and there, you've lost the match. Yeah, I th- I think it really comes down to, uh, like I said, I think the end would be a knockout, but it comes down to the spirit of the fighter. Yeah. And Nakajima, like you said, he has it in spades. I don't think Cross could put that guy down. Chip? Uh, Cross is carrying slash killer. Cross is raw power. Yeah. He comes at you like a freight train all the time. I feel like that's that. Now, not, that, not that that's a bad technique. I mean, I, it works for him. It really works for him. Um, but I think he comes at you forward, good, head first, boom, 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 boom. Uh, Nakajima, thinking man, like you said, he's going to take a body part and he's start working on it. If that doesn't work, he's going to pick another one. If that doesn't work, he's going to pick another one. Um, and if that doesn't work, he's just going to straight up kick. He's just gonna, he's just gonna straight up kick, kick, your, kick, your, kick, your, kick, kick your chest in. Ugh. Yeah, he's just straight up kick your chest in. I see this one like, at towards like, be a time limit draw, and I see Nakajima throwing his hand over a just 
beat down Ross as Tom's ticking away, just slapping a hand on top, like boom, to the one, two, three, with like three seconds left. I dig it. I feel like this one just goes, I mean, they go at each other. Boom. Like a freight train. Full, you know what I mean? Rams on the mountain oh, socks yeah. going at it, going Complete at it. And style. I think I think Nakajima comes comes away uh with the victory in this one. All right. So that sets up Nakajima against Naito in the first round. <laughs> yeah, which um funny enough is a match that could very well happen on January eighth, twenty twenty two. It's true. <laughs> Noah versus New Japan. Uh so let's go to the bottom half and our unanimous choice Jonathan Gresham against Mal the the leader of the House of Black Malachi Black with the best um match graphic render of all time. Right. That he just got in AEW. I will say this. Uh when I looked at this bracket, this match out of all the ones in the first round, this match is the hardest to choose. Malachi Black is taller than Jonathan Gresham, but Jonathan Gresham's built like a brick shithouse. Jonathan Gresham's great technically. That's like his forte. But Malachi Black is also very good technically. And he has the yeah. finesse. And he has the strikes. Jonathan has strikes too. But like I said, this tournament is under GCW ECW rules. We have a, a man touting pure wrestling and grappling against a man who by any means necessary. Right. And with that, I will not make my choice. I will leave it <laughs> to you guys to discuss. Let's go. So, for me, this comes down to what happens first. Does Malachi hit that kick first, or does Gresham get him into a hole? Um, I think he goes for the kick right away and Gresham gets him into a leg lock. Yeah. And then it starts it starts Which a chain wrestling basically eliminates the black mass or blackout or whatever he's calling it now. Well, you never know because every time you thought he was caught in something against Cody or whoever in AEW, he flipped that shit around real quick. Yeah. Real quick. Yeah, he's so able, it's, it's not going to be in a, a walk in the park for Jonathan. Not at all. And Malachi is always able to wiggle his way out of any hold I've ever seen him in. Um, he's much like Zack Sabre Jr. in that way. But uh, something that Malachi has in his arsenal now that he didn't before, that he's utilized many times already in AEW, is that poison mist. Mm-hmm. Now, that poison mist takes people out. And it's not illegal. And it's not illegal. Not in this. So I think it would come down to desperation. I think uh, Jonathan Gresham would have Malachi down and out. It's looking grim for the leader of the House of Black. But then all of a sudden, he pops up out of nowhere, spits the mist. Hits the kick. One, two, three. Chip? Yeah, as you can see by my silence. It's hard. <laughs> it is. This is a very... So I thought the Chris Bay Adam Cole one, but when it came, when we got to that, 
It was just, it hit like a whiff. That's Adam Cole all day. This one could go either way. Like you said, you know what I mean? Malachi, I can see Malachi going for that blackout automatically with Gresham grabbing, taking him down, some maybe a, maybe a heel lock, you know, starting to match off like that. Uh, Gresham is, he's one dimensional, but it's the best dimension that you could have when it comes to wrestling, which is yeah. that te- which is just being able to know every, Brian Danielson, he knows every hole known to man. Like, you can't put him in something that he doesn't know how to get out of. Um, I think the aggression of Malachi Black wins this match for Malachi Black. Um, I, with Gresham being so pure in his technique, it's in his head. He, he's not going to. He, he's not going to think about any means. Any means necessary. He, yeah. He's not going to reach for whatever it takes to win the match. And Malachi. Black. I so I'm taking black in this one. I, I was unfortunate because I, I really was thinking this is going to be Gresham. But at the end of the day, uh, with the rules, I see I didn't know about these rules. So uh, <laughs> this is Malachi. This is Malachi Black all day, unfortunately, for Gresham. I hate to see him bow out like this, but. I'm going to go with, even though it doesn't matter now. <sighs> Jonathan Gresham ducks the mist. Jonathan Gresham who's been going pure rules this whole time, snaps. He starts mm-hmm. throwing he starts throwing uh Malachi's left leg off the uh off the post and does the Bret Hart figure four leg lock. Oh yeah. Ooh. Interesting. Uh since there's not many rules in this and we have to determine a winner um Malachi gets out of that by by sitting up and spitting mist down into Gresham's face. Yeah. Gresham has to break the lock. He's on the outside holding himself. Malachi gets outside, running knee to the face over the fucking barricade, takes him, suplexes him back over, goes in, throws him in the ring. He's about to go through the for the black mass, and everybody thinks it's happening because Jonathan Gresham's eyes are covered in black mist. But Gresham goes underneath, grabs the leg like this, lifts him up, boom, leg breaker. Boom, figure four. Now Malachi doesn't know what to do. Jonathan Gresham is going on to this figure four like Jay Lethal. And he is not letting go. Malachi sits up and he starts punching Gresham in the face. But Gresham's screaming, let's go, let's go. Now they're starting to punch each other. They're flipping around. They're going around. Boom, boom, boom. All this stuff's happening. Fast succession. They finally get to their feet. Uh, Gresham goes to sweep Malachi's legs. Malachi jumps up, comes back down, thrust kick in the face, black mass over. Malachi Black, unanimous winner. Oh, oh. my man, you just described an anime fight. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, that's basically what wrestling is, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Can't believe none of us picked Gresham, though. It's the rules. I know. It, it is the rules. This was one hundred percent the rules. ECW rules. Gresham all day. 
But speaking of GCW and ECW, we're going to talk about Black Death, the motherfucking truth. Oh, let's do it. AJ Gray against the cleaner, the best belt machine, Kenny Omega. Now, I chose AJ Gray because I, uh, he is the West Coast Pro Champion. He is the For the Culture leader. He is representing African-American wrestling like nobody else uh, yeah. on the scene. And he's fantastic. But <laughs> when you have this bracket and you get probably the best wrestler in the past decade you're going against, It ain't happening, but <laughs> Kenny Omega's beating him. I don't need to go into any further detail. You could go for every lariat you want. You can go for every capo kick you want. You could try and bring out some deathmatch shenanigans you learned at GCW. Kenny Omega will thwart it all. He will V-trigger your arm when you go for that lariat. You're going up for the one-winged angel, and you ain't coming back up, bro. Can you imagine getting triggered in the arm? Fucking no. Like, if you got <laughs> hit, like, right here? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine Look getting hit. Like, I don't want to fucking yeah. imagine that. Ripped out of your sh- out of the socket. Like, legit, out of the socket. Your arm is dangling. Man, if this was a deathmatch tournament, it would go so differently. I don't know. Well, you know what I was gonna say? It, 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 I, I've seen him in a couple matches that uh, I was shocked. I was, I was like, really? I didn't realize you could go that way. Oh yeah, like legit. I didn't. I mean, you're so technical. You've got so much skill. DDT. Yeah, Kenny Omega's, just, uh, I mean, I don't know that we can say that it, you're different. I mean, we had the lights out match. We had the exploding barbed wire death match, which until the end was a legitimate death match. Um, I mean, yeah. we're talking about the V trigger. Can you imagine getting V triggered light tubes in front of your face? <laughs> imagine, yeah. Imagine I was just saying, swing a light tube, and boom, <laughs> boom. Right. Uh, now I just want to see AJ Gray versus Killer Cross in a death match. Jesus. Wow. <laughs> Maybe we will, man. Maybe we will. You never know, man. You never know where Cross is going to end up. Cross might be the first man to actually kill a guy. <laughs> this, mm. Maybe it will you be lying. Byron. Byron. Let's not bring that here. Fuck your life. No. Um, Bing bong. <laughs> but yeah, we got. Yeah, it's it's Kenny. It's Kenny. It's we didn't even have to say it. We didn't even have to say his name. We all just automatically. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> so. Back over the other side, the last match of the first round in the A bracket. Uh, Finn Balor against Moose. Moose. I think this. Moose. Moose. This could be the sleeper hit of the first round. Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Moose has continuously, continuously improved. improved. Yeah. Not just in the ring, but on the mic, in presentation, his body. And finally... He has what he's always wanted in the Impact World Championship. He's finally redeemed as a champion. And he is a downright bastard for it. <laughs> but Finn Balor, I would uh, 
I would ask you to find a better professional wrestler than Finn Balor, and I think you'd be hard-pressed to find one. But I could see Finn Balor going for that beautiful Tope Con Hero being caught by Moose into a powerbomb on oh, power the bomb. I, th- I thought you were going for the, the uh, elbow. Oh, no. Tope Con Hero, when he's coming down, catch right into a powerbomb. Bam! Bam! And then pick him up like Cesaro, swing him off the fucking... Uh, guardrails and everything. But he does do that, Finn yeah. Balor has also fought guys like Moose. He's fought Samoa Joe. Yeah. He bled and he, he, he's been to wars with guys like Moose. <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> Moose. Moose? Finn Balor goes for the coup de gras and thinks he has it in the bag. It's taken a little bit too much time. And Moose, as we've seen, is very athletic now, very agile. One movement jumps to the top rope into the Spanish fly. Sets up for the spear. Goes for the spear. Doesn't get the three. Goes for another spear. Finn Balor hits a shotgun dropkick to the fucking dome. He goes up for another coup de gras. Moose moves out of the way. Jumps to his feet. Spear from behind to the back. Spear to the front. And a jackhammer on top for the win. I'm picking Moose. Damn. Okay. That was good. That was good stuff. Anybody anybody got thoughts? I'm gonna let Chip go while I figure this out. Whew. He got moose, huh? I decided to go against the grain. The grain. Cause in this one I'm thinking I'm not thinking Finn Balor, I was thinking more Prince Devitt. It, right. could be, Bullet Club. it could be. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Bullet, Bullet Club. Bullet Club. Devitt was going to have to be that guy to go up against Moose. Had a little bit more edge. I see him getting caught out of the air from my. Uh, I see at the ending of this, Moose is down, going up for the coup de gras. He gets us and get ready to get up. Moose kips up, catches him, puts that into a power bomb. Power bomb, up spear, and one, two, three. That's rough. That's that's where that's how I had to end it. Loose. All right, so because I mean size, that's size. This is size. That's a huge size difference. And he's not just Balor, first, he's not just bulky anymore. He's he's trimmed. He's yeah. fit. He is. He's in the best shape like, of his fucking career. Yeah, yeah. He's he's. It's not just football player. See, when he first came in, he was football player big. Right now, yeah. he's. Pro wrestling, but he's it, it, you're right. He he he, he could get most improved over the last what five years. He's yeah. definitely easily one of the most wrestlers in the world right now. Because when he first came in, he was super raw, right, right. And uh, he has started. I'll, I'll give I'll give him credit because I didn't think he was going to last like that. Um, yeah, he's really put in the work, dude. He 
his yeah. wife divorced him because he around. left he left football and all that money to to gamble on pro wrestling. Sucks to be her. Yep, he has a he has a new one. So no Tim. I like your spot with the shark and jaw kicking to the head. Absolutely. I think it would go a little differently. I think he would hit the shotgun drop kick, split it perfectly, and catch both shoulders while he's going for the spear. And then, because I'm going to be the one that goes a different way on this one. He hits those shoulders. Then what does he do, Tim? He grabs that headlock and starts pounding those Daniel Bryanson shoulders. He starts pounding those elbows into the shoulders. Rendering the, the spear useless. But in that spot, during that spot, beats Moose by submission. Very nice. I'm picking Ballard. But Moose goes on. <laughs> Moose does go on. In the last match in the B bracket, we got one of the best independent wrestlers of all time, Johnny Gargano, against one of the best independent wrestlers of 2021. Jordan Oliver. Young dumb. Young dumb. Young dumb. And broke. <laughs> John? Yeah. You, you start this one off. I'll start this one. This is a match that I would love to see happen in real life. Um, all of them, but yeah. Well, yeah, all of them, but one that is right now could be a legitimate possibility. The rumors are true. If the rumors are true. And for the most part, in recent history, they have been. Um, <laughs> but Johnny Gargano against Jordan Oliver would be sort of a clash of styles and short, sort of not. Uh, they're two, you wouldn't call them little guys, but they definitely have that cruiserweight style. Jordan is taller. Yeah. Uh, Johnny has the experience. Jordan likes to use the uh, Cleopatra. He likes to use the big boot. He likes to use the uh, the cutter off the top. He likes to... Uh, he's been using a lot of suplexes and stuff lately. I think he's even added some submissions to his game. Yeah. But how old is Jordan Oliver for real? That's Jordan a good question. Jordan Oliver is 22 or 23. I, he's young. He's young. Let me look it up. He's very young. No, Gargano. This is one of the, actually, this is somebody I didn't know much about. Yeah. To be honest. So I oh, watched some stuff. I never like, he's okay. 31. Wait, he's, is he really? Like, hold on. Who is that? That can't be That's right. not Jordan he's Oliver. way younger than that. No. That's not. No, that's like some some Olympic wrestler. I was to say, yeah, if you pull up Jordan Oliver, you're gonna get two wrestlers. Right. Yeah. You're gonna get a bearded guy, and then you're gonna get babyface Jordan. Yeah. Uh, born 1999, so 22. Yeah. Yeah, he's 22. Yeah, that's about right. And you have Gargano, who's literally. Almost wrestled everyone under the fucking face of the sun. Or Legit. Whatever. 
Yeah. Real and, tall. Uh, you know, he's got, he could jump, he could, he could fly, he could do the submissions, he could do the suplexes, he could do it all. Size. That's the only thing holding. That's, <laughs> he's small. That guy is just, he, Guy Gargano is something. I, I can't, I can't even find a word. That's I've watching Sith but evolve and like, right. it, it just, I he knows every single. In Evolve, and whenever Evolve first came up, Dragon Gate USA was also a thing. They were kind of tied together. I would go on the website and order Evolve and Dragon Gate USA DVDs. Uh, the experience and the knowledge of Gargano would send Jordan Oliver packing out of this tournament. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... It's Johnny Wrestling. It is Johnny. I mean, the guy's been what? Uh, I've seen him in cage matches. I mean, against Tommaso Ciampa, against Andrade. Um, it's just he, his, style, his style changes from wrestler to wrestler. Uh, like I said, the only thing that holds him back is size in, 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 in some instances. And even that doesn't even stop you. It doesn't even stop him. Right. It's just a, I guess, a measurement. Yep. You know, Johnny wrestling all day for me. So that sets up Johnny wrestling versus Kenny Omega in the second round. Sucks to be Johnny. So I believe we have the unanimous is Shingo and Cole, Malachi and Moose, Naito and Nakajima and Omega and Gargano. Yeah. Right? Okay. So let's start at the top. And we'll go the other side first. Naito and Nakajima. Naito and Nakajima. And I'll say this. Nakajima's full of piss and vinegar because New Japan has had the thumb on Noah for years. He's coming in representing the four pillars of all Japan that left. And Misawa, who's part of that, who made Noah. You got Naito sitting pretty on his throne in New Japan, leading one of the hottest factions in all of wrestling. Nakajima doesn't let Naito walk out with all of his teeth. <laughs> True. As hard, as hard, and as hard hitting as Nakajima's first round match against Killer Cross was, this will be a little bit different. This would be a little more technical, a little more posturing uh, on the outside and such. Naito will use everything that he can to his advantage, including coming down to the ring long as shit and uh, taking off his clothes as long as possible, but this will not deter Katsuhiko Nakajima. Katsuhiko Nakajima wants to know, wants everyone in Japan to know who the real man is. And Nakajima beats Naito. Yeah. Uh, I think people. 
in my opinion. Sleep on Naito. Uh, people see the eyeball taunt. They see the the uh, what's it called? The the Tranquillo taunt. And they think, yeah, this guy, he's he doesn't care. His head's not in he's the game. He's aloof. He cares a lot. Though. His head's always in the game. He's always looking for the win. And he's willing to do anything to get it. And that's why Naito goes on. Fuck. <laughs> so Chip has to be the decider. I think I know what he's going to speak. Mm, don't. Uh... You don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a... Uh... Nakajima. I mean, Nakajima is incredible. I mean, Naito is incredible. What if I'd be rooting? I'd be rooting for Naito. I would. I'm not even gonna front. After Tom, man, after I watch this match, I'm actually gonna go back. Chip, I'm sorry, I'm going backwards. Uh, So the first round was like what 20 minute draw. 20, 20 minutes to a draw. Yeah, this is thirty, and the final match will be sixty. Or, or you know, the next one will be forty, and the last one will be sixty. Now, final match has no time limit. There okay. has to be one. Okay. This match does not have a winner. So what happens? They're both on their backs. So you're just saying looking up at the lights. But what are you saying? So what would happen? So next round's a triple threat? No. The winner of Omega <laughs> and Gargano goes straight going. to the finals. Okay. That's interesting. So there you're saying no winner. I said Naito. And I said I said Nakajima. I said Nakajima. So what happens? Fuck it, I'll pick I'll go back to my regular choice. Nakajima. Nakajima. Yeah, I trust me. I'd be rooting for Naito the entire time, but I just see, I just see Nakajima. He's just, he's just like, just like with for Cross, at the end, at the very last, he, he just be, he beats him down, and it's just, yeah. and I think, and honestly, with that, with that kind of mentality, it's, it's with, with Naito and being, you know, have probably being a little more technical. I still think Nakajima at the end. Yeah, honestly, the only guys. The in New Japan that I think that I would put over Nakajima are Shingo, Shingo and Kota Ibushi. Yeah. Kota Ibushi and Shingo both represent the styles that Nakajima incorporates into his arsenal and those would be the key matches that I would want to see from this Noah New Japan thing. Yeah, for Nakajima. But uh when it comes to Naito Nakajima is on something else this year, man. He's he's a whole different really animal, is. and it's it's just crazy to watch. Um, so yeah, Nakajima goes to the semis. To the semis. On the other side, but you know me, I'm not going to go against Naito. I'm the biggest LJ Mark there is. <laughs> oh no, I'm sure there's a Japanese child. Well, watching this, going fuck you, 
I bet there's not a Japanese child watching this. Yeah, I'm sorry. I know. I know. I bet but uh, I'm going to go a different route. Let's go to Malachi Black against Moose. Malachi and Moose. And I'm going to give it to one of y'all. Uh, Man, it's, it's rough. You don't want Malachi... You don't want Malachi to go forward doing the same shit he did in the last match. Uh, Moose right now might have a more varied arsenal. He has the power game over him. He has the power game over him. But yeah, power one hundred. But if power if, Mal- if Malachi that. Malachi can find himself out of situations and. If he beats you down enough, he can power you up too. Yeah, that's true. We've seen we've seen Malachi or Alistair. It's happened in many ways. But we've seen Tommy End lift people you don't think he should be able to. Um who was it that I can't remember who it was, but he in one of the matches he had in WWE, he used a fucking veal toss on somebody that was like bigger than him. And it was like, oh my God. <laughs> like he threw someone. <laughs> and it's like he just has that dark energy. <laughs> dark energy is a good way to put that. Yeah, he has like he's <laughs> he has the power of Satan on his side. <laughs> I I see some I see a lot of limb manipulation from uh, Alistair. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, uh, Malachi Black to to counteract Moose's power because uh, they're but got to be about the same height. But Moose has probably got fifty on him at least. Moose might be taller. I think Moose Moose might be, Moose Moose might be an inch too tall, but uh, he's definitely got Moose definitely got the size. Um, but I think uh, Malachi Black. At the end of the day, get a submission out of Moose. Yeah, I know. I think what happens is he works on about three different limbs and gets to a point where he's in so much pain with two others that he has to tap on the third limb. I'm going to go. I agree with you. I'm going Malachi as well. I am as well. Uh, I think he goes for the black mass. Um, Moose turns it into a power bomb or a power bomb. Backbreaker like onto the knee, but uh, eventually Tommy puts him to sleep with a with a rear naked choke variation. That might be the only way you get Moose to submit. Actually, is to put him to sleep. Yeah, right. Legit. Yeah, because you know we we talked about Moose has the size advantage, but. I don't think there's many advantages that can overcome an experience advantage. Right. Yeah. Now, this next match, I'm going to do a one, two, three, and we're all going to shout. Okay. Kenny Omega versus Johnny Gargano. One, two, three. Omega. Omega. Yeah, Kenny. <laughs> all right. Like I said, I was like, I feel bad for Johnny, so but no, yeah, man. dude. That sets up. Hey, no, nothing. Hey, no, nothing that Johnny got in the back that takes away from. Dude, it's freaking phenomenal. Now the last match of the quarterfinals. 
Shingo Takagi against Adam Cole, baby. Interesting, an interesting contest. Um, I mean, I think Shingo would probably go over just, j- just from beating the shit out of Adam Cole. Like, Adam Cole has the agility, has has an awesome move set, has strikes of his own. But Shingo has got the brains. Shingo Cole has brains too. Cole has brains too, but like big brains. <laughs> but Shingo just fucking murder you. <laughs> it to me, it comes down between Adam Cole's cleverness and craftiness, and Shingo's rage. <laughs> pure, pure. Power assault and yeah. fucking spirit, yeah. And Chip, yes, give me a second. Gotcha, take your time. Cause I see this going one way and one way only in my head, and it involves other people. Ooh. <laughs> Interesting, but it involves other yeah, people. Yeah, it, it involves other people, but they both have other people. Uh, Shingo has her own move. Naito, Bushi, and Sonata. Adam Cole has, but Adam Cole has Bucks. currently Omega, the Bucks, well, Omega, Bobby Fish. Omega's in the tournament. Omega's Omega in the tournament. Fucking but Bobby Fish and the Bucks. Yeah, he got the Bucks. Bobby Fish, Brandon Cutler. But you know, Lij always <laughs> hold out until the last second. Yeah, you know they come out. I don't right know that I've ever seen. Needs I don't know that I've ever seen them get involved. Only whenever they absolutely yeah. need. So, mm. so I think, I think the elite would would think that Shingo was ready to go. Yeah, and then, and everything was in the bag, and they're celebrating on the outside, and Adam Cole's getting ready. For a Panama sunrise, and out come the cavalry, start beating up on the outside. Cole's on the top; he's looking, looking down. down. Like what? And all of a sudden, Shingo's up, just grabs him by the fucking head. Last of the throws, uh, Beal throws, off Beal the tosses him across the ring. Pumping bomber, pumping bomber, last of the dragon. That's it. <laughs> they probably heard none of that, but you know why? Because I was too loud. Yeah, here's the paint the mic. <laughs> uh, maybe they could put on the captions. Nah, that's funny. So, um, yeah, I mean, wow. Shingo, he picked Shingo. I assume you are as well. I'm picking Shingo. Yeah, you know why? Because yeah, the Bucks, the Bucks were my other people. And then when you pitch that they don't come out, and then they do come out, I'm like, oh, okay. See, I guess I lose. Heels, I guess I lose this one. Yeah. See, <laughs> LJ are heels, but they have integrity. Yeah, they're they're like a weird tweener group. Yeah, and they also okay. They also like any match I've ever seen. I think this happened with uh, when they wrestled Grand Slam with Shingo against Evil House of Torture, was doing everything they could to stifle Shingo. Yeah, and the whole time I'm saying, "Where the fuck is Lij? Where the fuck is Lij?" And at the last possible moment, they came out, and that's how they do things because 
they had their whole their whole um faction is kind of like Donna Del Mondo and Stardom. It's based on competition. It's based on you know you do put, do your work well and 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 push yourself and strive to be the best version of you. Where whereas you know you have the elite or the Bullet Club who are opportunistic. Yeah. Um, and that's that's the the that is the change. That is the reason why I'm going Shingo. I mean, I love Shingo. Everyone knows that. But you, Adam Cole's so fucking smart. But when Chip said this involves other people, immediately my mind was made up. And, it, and it's funny because my mind was made up with the other people. And then, like I said, when you flipped it, I said, you know what? You're absolutely right. And I see Adam Cole just at the end like, ah, it's just nothing he can do. I see Adam Cole at the end tearing into the Bucks. <laughs> Verbally? Yeah. yeah. Yes. You blew this for me. You messed it up. No, Brandon. Uh, yeah, they're all yelling at Brandon. Brand- Turn Brandon off the camera, Brandon. They take off his shoes, tie his shoelaces, and throw them over. Uh, over over the telephone rod. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> Brandon. Dude, Adam Cole's up there going for the Panama Sunrise, and Shingo runs up and goes to hit him, but Adam Cole pushes him. Brandon doesn't see this and goes up with the spray, and he's going, but it's all hitting Adam Cole. <laughs> Cold spray. Oh, Christ. Okay, so the semifinals for the A side is Shingo Takagi versus Malachi Black. Holy fuck. And on the B side, we have Nakajima against Kenneth Omega. Holy fuck. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now, I have my final set. Literally the world's greatest crossover event. I, yeah. All of these matches. Talking about Forbidden Door. Yeah. I am not starting. So, John or Chip, whoever wants to start whatever match, go ahead. You got Shingo and Malachi. You got Kenny and Nakajima. Let's start Nakajima and Omega. Nakajima and Omega. Now, Tim, I'm going to need you to help me a little bit because I'm not as well-versed in Noah yet. Uh, What are some of the moves that Nakajima can use against Omega? Nakajima does multiple thrust kicks to the face, which is a short super kick. Uh, He does a lot of kicks to the chest, especially when they're in a seated position. He goes back and forth. He goes one to the chest, one to the back, one to the chest, one to the back, one to the chest, over and over. Uh, he does the vertical spike, which is a nasty brain buster. He also does like a Death Valley driver spike. Um, he does the double foot chokehold in the uh, in the turnbuckle where he goes like that through and is like you could see him through the yeah you could see him through the uh ropes and he waves to everyone um but really it just comes down to straight up brutal striking and where he decides to strike you um with omega you have the katoro crusher you have the Snapdragon, the Snapdragon, Snap Snap one-winged angel, okay. and V triggers can go to any body part in any way. Yeah, out of nowhere. Uh, Seated, standing, corner. 
Yeah, he, he just Tom, brings the feature anyway. Hilo. Tope Tom Hilo. Uh, he pulled out that amazing uh, uh, springboard Liger bomb uh, on Adam Page. Um, with, for versatility's sake, Omega. For uh, ring IQ, Omega. For straight, uh, for striking ability, I'd go Nakajima. For power, I'd say equal. Uh, that's all. You keep you guys. Uh, all right. Well, doesn't doesn't Man. he also have something called Sephiroth something? I, I don't fucking who cares. Who can he? Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's a Final Fantasy thing. Um, and Sephiroth is the one winged angel. Yeah, Sephiroth is the one winged angel. But so going off of that, going off of the moves that you listed off, I can see some spots forming in my mind. Uh, I see Kenny picking him, picking up Nakajima for the one winged angel, Nakajima wiggling out of it and hitting that vertical spike. Um. I can see Kenny Omega kicking out of that vertical spike. Nakajima going for another one. He flips over, hits the snapdragon. Hits the snapdragon, flips him over, hits the snapdragon, flips him over, hits the snapdragon. Because he always does two or three in quick succession. In a row, yeah. Um, And nobody does it better than Kenny Omega. The, The snapdragon suplex, specifically. But does it come down to strikes? No. Uh-huh. No. Kenny Omega's chest will be red with blood. It fully fell over. <laughs> Kenny Omega's. <laughs> I will say this before I give my decision. Kenny Omega's chest will be red with blood, and there will be marks on him. He'll be looking like Brian Danielson. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but from listening to you talk and. Going over move sets, this and that. Kenny Omega wins and goes to the finals. John, I'm in agreement with that. I see. I think I see this starting out with kicks, chops, and V triggers. I, I mean, yeah, power. I mean, it's it, it's pain, 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 pain. Uh, and you also 15 got minutes, think, 15 minutes of it. Kenny legit. O, Kenny Omega's a heel. He could hey, he listen, could Kenny Omega. He can incorporate anything he wants. He's got that callus. dude is the most versatile wrestler I think I've ever watched. That's and it takes a lot for me to put anybody over for Flair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Ric Flair. Was good at what he did, he, but I don't think he had the versatility. No, no, he did. He did. He did. I, it, just my generation. There wasn't much versatility going around back then. Yeah. Right, right. So, but I mean, <laughs> I don't know. There's something about Omega. It's just Omega. He just he has this encyclopedic knowledge of every wrestling he's ever done. And, like he can pull it out and he can perform them all to the highest ability. Um. Like, 
I mean, it's hard to put anybody over him because it feels like you're having the who could beat Goku conversation. <laughs> and that's exactly what it feels like. I've had that conversation uh, or, in so long. Or, okay, or to make it more general nerdish, who could beat Superman? Because every situation, Superman has a way that he's that that he's better. The only guy who can beat Superman or neutralize him is Batman, and I believe there is, I believe on the other side of this There's bracket, definitely a Batman the two semifinalists yeah. of of uh, Block A are both are both Batman, Batman contenders. Are both the Batman to Kenny Superman? I'd hmm. say, yeah. So we're picking we're putting Omega. In, in the, the final, final. Over. yeah, mm-hmm. and that brings us to Malachi versus Shingo, which could be a match where nobody has teeth left after. <laughs> I mean, do they have teeth going into it? <laughs> well, Shingo wears the mouth guard. That's the only thing's keeping him safe. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so let's look at their brackets. Okay, Shingo Takagi That's put down the junior ace. Of New Japan, and he has beaten and thwarted the elite by beating Adam Cole. Malachi Black in the first round had a rough match against Jonathan Gresham. Second match, rough match against Moose. Because this is all happening in one night, so the the previous matches go into. Yeah. And I think taking that into consideration. But that's why you talk about Omega. Omega has solidified himself as the marathon man. Yeah. I think both of these guys are marathon guys, too. Yeah. <laughs> Shingo, especially. Mm. I think Shingo could take whatever Malachi throws at him. And I think Shingo will win. But I don't know. I don't fucking know. Uh, let's let Chip decide this. Yeah. Um, see, and unfortunately, Shingo's not high on my. I, I don't know enough. I, I want to run down some of Shingo, Shingo again, there, Tim. Well, let's let's say let's say this. Shingo would not be intimidated by Malachi Black's presence. No. Okay. Okay. Uh, or the trickery at all. Um, Shingo is just a freight train that will come through you. But he's also smart. Uh, he does a lot of moves off of the fireman carrier position. Yeah, he's like Moose with more of the versatility that Chip was talking about. Uh, he he does a lot okay. of lariats. He does uh, the last of the dragon is like a pump handle up. Uh, over it's like down a, yeah kind of like a pump handle fireman carried michinoku driver then he does another mm. thing where like if you're back to back he lifts you up with his arms releases the arms and falls back with your face uh was it like, like a gory special yeah yeah but he but it's like a slam on your on your face it's, like it's a gory special flatliner type situation yeah yeah okay. i forget the actual name he also has the okay. made in japan which is similar to the last of the dragon but I made think in japan is just like a made, made in japan people. is like Death valley driver made in japan is almost like a falcon arrow yeah i don't know <clears throat> was it like a death valley driver falcon arrow type combat yeah, yeah. Like a, uh 
then you got Malachi, who, you know, the strikes. He's got the blackout. He's got the submission game. He's got the miss. He's got the, got the strikes, got the kicks. Yeah. Um, got the kickboxing, the Muay Thai. Malachi is more, can, can hit the ropes, like, with his feet more than Shingo. But Shingo has done some flippy shit. Yeah. I was just saying, Shingo aerial, Malachi could get a little aerial on him and throw him off. Only, like, when he has to. Like, only when he he, has to pull it out of his pocket. And he he might have to against Malachi. Right. Um, One time. But there would be no... Both of them have such a high intimidation game, but neither of them would intimidate the other. Right. Um... Well, I got my I got my winner. I'm taking Shingo. Yeah, yeah, it's Shingo. It's Shingo. Yeah, I'm taking Shingo. Um, Shingo and Omega, which is a match. Yeah. Which was my finals. That's why I didn't want to start any of this yeah. conversation because I didn't <laughs> want to push my narrative. Yeah. But that was my final. Yeah, Kitty and Shingo. Omega I think that's Shingo, that's. Is the dream match right now with this Forbidden Door shit? It's one of them. It's one that's talked about a lot. Yes. Uh, now, Shingo. I mean, like Shingo countering a one-winged angel with a man in Japan, or like, yeah, uh, um, such great spots. That now let's happen. let's look through this. Shingo beat Hiromu, Adam Cole, and Malachi Black. Yeah. Kenny beat AJ Gray, Johnny Gargano, Nakajima. Yeah. Uh, I think they're similar in age. Yes. In experience, uh, they both have similar experience with Shingo wrestling a lot of outside talent of Dragon Gate, especially when there was the Dragon Gate USA expansion. Uh, his his match against Brian Danielson in 2010 was actually actually turned me on to Japanese wrestling. But Kenny Omega has wrestled in more promotions because <clears throat> before coming to New Japan, Shingo was just a straight Dragon Gate guy. Um, and then when he couldn't do any more, his buddy Naito called him. But um, And ever since he's come to New Japan, he's he is he's survived put, and thrived. He's put his stamp yeah, on that fucking company. Now, Kenny Omega, if it wasn't for Kenny Omega, I don't know how many of us over here would be talking about New Japan. True. Um, And when he left, it left a big void. And the pandemic didn't help him. But Shingo has has been a shining light, an outside force shining light in New Japan. Uh I don't know. I mean, Shingo's putting on goat level matches with every fucking time, buddy. He's in there. With. He's having Kenny Omega New Japan matches while Kenny Omega's deciding when he decides to have a New Japan Kenny Omega level match. Yeah, but those decisions are coming more and more frequently. 
I saw it against Adam Page. I saw it against Rich Swan. I saw it against a couple others. Well, to me, at this point in the tournament, this match is going to have to go and get technical because Kenny's chest is freaking Isley's chip chopped ham. Yeah. And you got Shingo. Shingo got that lariat. And, and, and he had to go. Kenny had to go through the lariats of AJ Gray. He's had to go through the kicks of the chest to Nakajima. Shingo, up until Malachi Black, has had an easier route to the finals. Less painful anyway. Right. Hmm. Now, Shingo's coming in more fresh. Shingo's the face. Kenny's the heel. But Kenny decides to tell everybody to stay in the back. Yeah, and I think Shingo is thinking he's having an easy route to the finals until he gets to Malachi Black. Right. And at the beginning of the match, they both shake hands and have a gentleman's agreement that there's no outside interference and there is no weaponry. I mean, if someone gets caught up on a... On the guardrail or something that's different or being thrown into steps, but there's no actual me picking up a weapon, yeah, and chairs, hitting you, tables, etc. Yeah. I think Kenny huh. goes for one too many V triggers, and as Shingo is on his knees, and he goes for another V trigger, Shingo catches his leg, lifts him up. Puts him up on his shoulders. Hits made in Japan. One, two, no. Kenny Omega gets up. Shingo sets up for a pumping bomber. He hits the pumping bomber, but because Kenny's chest is so hurt, he goes out of the ring. Shingo starts letting the count go, but then gets frustrated and goes outside. But gets caught with a V-trigger. Gets hit with a Snapdragon. Gets hit with another Snapdragon. Omega's going through. Shingo's head is near the steps. Mm -hmm. Omega's like, this is it. This is where I could do this. He runs, goes for the V-trigger. Shingo moves out of the way. Knee right into the fucking chairs. Yep. Steps. Shingo throws him into the ring. Shingo's setting up for a pumping bomber. He goes for the pumping bomber. V-trigger into the arm. But that knee's hurting. They're both. Shingo's holding his arm on the ground, kind of like sitting. Omega's on his back, holding his leg. Shingo decides to put on a leg lock. Somebody else take over. I don't know. <laughs> hmm. So, the last thing you said was Shingo's put put on a leg lock. Put on a leg lock. Put on a leg lock. Like one of those where you you grapevine one of their legs with your legs and then yeah. pull mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Yeah. Like an Achilles lock. Something like that, yeah. I don't know what it yeah. is. So Omega had just hit the steps with the knee. 
and there was the knee, arm, and then he used his so knee Shane goes working, Shane yeah. goes on, but now he's in a leg lock, yeah. On that, now he's in a leg lock, yeah. Just tap him, that's it, that's it. I think that's almost it, maybe. I think Kenny is thinking about tapping, he wants to tap, but no, he doesn't submit. Kenny does not submit. That doesn't happen. All right, all right. Let me let me go. Got an idea. Kenny gets up on his shoulders. And he's screaming at Shingo. Shingo gets in his face. The gentleman's agreement is off because Kenny spits in his eyes. Yeah, this causes Shingo to break the lock. Now, take it away, John. Oh well, you just made it easier because now Kenny's gonna run and hit one last. V trigger, but it's the one where Shingo's on the ropes, wiping yeah. the eyes out. Yeah. Kenny hits that V trigger, and Shingo's down and out. He's at, he's out on his feet. One winged angel. And don't nobody kick out of that. <clears throat> Shingo's on the ropes. Kenny goes for the V trigger. Shingo sidesteps. Kenny hits the ropes. Shingo. German. Shingo. Pumping bomber. Kenny Omega can't even get up. The ref looks at him. Checks his arm. It's over. Shingo wins. Shingo wins by knockout? Rad. You know what? So. You have Kenny. I have Shingo. Chip has. I got Shingo. Oh, I got Shingo. So okay, so we running. We got we got the V trigger and the stairs. We got the leg lock. We got the spit in the face. He's uh, Shingo's in the corner, turnbuckles, yeah. wiping his face. Kitty, V trigger, sidestep. Shingo sidesteps. Kenny's already injured knee off the stairs. Hits that second rope or that third that, that turnbuckle. Yeah. And it's funny you said German. I, was, I wasn't thinking German. I was thinking some sort of release, but that German works. Right. Just, you know what I mean? And then, bam! Like like Steiner lines, right? like Steiner line. Boom, boom, boom. And then the the refs like picking a hand up, like yo, yeah. It was like God, that's it. Because Kenny doesn't necessarily give up. He just can't go no more. So he kind of, yeah, so he kind of saves a little bit of face. Yeah. Just a skosh. Yeah. That's, I, yeah. The winner of the Give Thanks for Violence tournament. The Rampage Dragon. Shingo. Shingo Takagi. Yes. God, I can't wait to do this. <laughs> I do like this show. I like doing this. Well, it's, it's just fun. The first card was Chip. This tournament was my idea, but all three of us threw it in. Yeah. So, John, I know what you want to do. So let's do it what do I sometime do? next month. I know what you want to do. You want to do a GCW AEW Super Show, don't you? Yeah, I mean, that's something that I've been talking about for a long time. It's something that I thought... Oof would have happened by now, but it hasn't. 
But yeah, we'll do AW versus GCW. Oh no, this is up to you. This is only up to you. No, you, you I, have... I like it. All right, the next Booker Man Championship might end up being a deathmatch tournament, but who knows? We'll see. It's up to you. Okay, <clears throat> we got a couple of them in AEW. The the next Booker Man Championship card will be brought to you by none other than John Kearns. It will be GCW versus AEW Supercard. And with that, wherever you are in the world, whether it's morning, noon, night, you have a great one. Peace and love, love to all of you. Chip, bring it in. Bring it in too sweet. Bang! Wonderful.